Here we are again. This is Kevin Johnson of Leverage Consulting, and you're listening to the Resilient Entrepreneur Podcast number 30. And as I alluded to in the last podcast, this one is going to be about a phrase that's a hot button. It's something that annoys me and actually is is also equally something that I can appreciate. And that is the phrase, I'll try. And oftentimes when I work with clients, and I'm sure that some of you, when, when I use the phrase, I'll try, you may, you may think back to some interactions with your kids. You may think about interactions with your team members, your friends, and you, like I, may have had these instances where someone says, I'll try. And many times when you hear that phrase, I'll try, that's really nothing more than a passive way of saying, yeah, I really don't want to do that. I'm, I'm just not interested. But they don't want to out and out tell you no. So if you tell your child to go do their homework or go clean their room or something, they say, I'll try. Well, that's not a yes or no. We're usually looking for a yes or no answer. And oftentimes when I'm working with my clients and we talk about utilizing a new system or a new script or we talk about changing up the way maybe we bring in new patients or something, that's that's when... Uh, when I hear I'll try, oftentimes it's the same type of thing. And if, if we if we package that up in that situation, oftentimes that's a need for us to dig deeper and find out, well, what's the hang up? But I will tell you there's times where I'll try is actually a good thing. And for example, in the last podcast, I talked about the 2021 goals. And usually... I work with clients to push them to, to set goals that are a bit more aggressive than what they're used to or or a bit more aggressive than what they would set on their own. And that's really part of the purpose of having a coach is to help you think outside the box and help you see things differently. And oftentimes, even if a client will say, I'm willing to go this far, we might set, sometimes we'll set two and three different goals for the same thing. So for example, we may set a, a standard goal and then we're going to, we may set one that's a bit more aggressive and then we set one that's a, a stretch goal. And what's funny is many times the first goal and the second goal are their goals and what they're comfortable with. And then the stretch goal is mine. So we have all three. And interestingly enough, three years ago, Klein and I were setting goals for their for their practice, and they were comfortable going up to a, a certain point. And I I kept egging them on. I kept working with them and showing them different ways where the stretch goal was still reasonable, but they wouldn't accept it. But they they acquiesced and they said, "Okay, fine, we'll 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 go with your stretch goal." But it kind of was the "I'll try" thing. And interestingly enough, when it was all said and done. My stretch goal, I believe, was $150,000 higher for production than what they were willing to go for, and they missed that number, my stretch goal. They missed it by less than $1,000. So they had a phenomenal year two years ago. We set the goals three years ago, but the results came, you know, they they saw the year-end result two years ago, and... I mean, they were thrilled to death. I was thrilled to death for them. 
But that was an example of they went away with a little bit of a I'll try. And I had another interaction even more recently where I proposed something to a client that they thought was just really simple. And I and I and they actually admitted to me probably two or three weeks later that as they're standing there talking to me about this idea, they kept it to themselves, but they walked away saying, that's just a really dumb idea. But they still tried. And essentially what they did was when they finished a client interaction or a patient interaction, they walked away or before they walked away, they asked, are you happy? And it could be, are you happy? Or are you satisfied or anything of the sort? And what it does is it puts you in a position of figuring out whether your paying customer really is happy or not. Because if they're not, you can fix it before you leave that interaction or at least have some actionable item to make sure that the next time you get together, they are happy. And you don't have something where it continues to build and build and build. And even though the are you happy is a great idea for you to implement, the I'll try part of this is actually the more valuable part of it because there was something that he didn't he he just thought was really kind of a dumb idea. But now that he's doing it, now that he has other people within the business that are also doing it, they're all able to manage their clients. They're all able to ensure great customer service for their clients because they're asking the question, but they had to try first. So as I said in the beginning, I'm usually I'm not a big fan of the I'll try statement because usually it means, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But in some instances where you're being challenged to do something new and different, if you at least have that mindset that you will try, and it's not the half-hearted try, but you actually really do go out and do it, do it the right way and do it consistently. Don't do it one time. Do it several times. Do it for a month because one time is not going to tell you. I'm sure for any hobby or if you cook a new dish or something, the first time you cook it is usually not a hit. It's usually not perfect. So if you do something new and you do it for at least a month, you'll know whether it's really working or not. And that's where I really do feel like the I'll try can be of value if we're trying to do new things and do things differently so we get a different result. So there, kids, is the Resilient Entrepreneur podcast number 30. So after this one, I hope you'll leave this one and figure out what you're going to try.